Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the tour report from Secret Golf. I'm Diane and Elk is here. This week we're talking about the Farmers Insurance Open. We're going to preview the tournament and then give you our top picks. But Elk, we have to start the show by going back to last week. It was the American Express at La Quinta in Palm Springs, stadium course being the big finale on Sunday where John Ram romped to victory for the second time this year. Yeah, you know, there was a reason that I had picked John Rahm uh, at Kapalua this year, Diane, of course. Uh, he won that one. But I didn't pick him last week because I didn't think that that power game that, that John, ha- John has would work really well in Palm Springs. Palm Springs are smaller pieces of properties, out of bounds and different things. I'm not saying that he couldn't do it because obviously he did, but he's gone into a new category for me now. You don't see uh, players, Diane, that have that much versatility that can hit the ball the longest on the whole PGA Tour, which is basically Ram. And now he goes to a very narrow, three different golf courses, all sorts of different things happening, playing with amateurs. John Ram is quickly becoming, um, well, he already is a superstar player, but now he's showing this, showing off his versatility. To be able to play these shorter courses and win on these courses where Clearly, other players have an advantage off the tee as far as uh, fairways, et cetera, Diane, is very impressive. Yeah, and win all over the world as well. I mean, the thing about John Ram is he has this confidence and you talk so much about what they're actually doing on the course, but it's what's going on in their head as well. And you can tell that he's at a great place in his life. He's married. He's got his two sons. Um you know, obviously he's winning tournaments and he said himself that he thinks that he's the best player in the world. Uh, it would be very difficult to argue with that right now. There's no doubt. And, you know, now we sort of have to switch gears and now we go back to another super long course. And guess what? We're going to John Rom's favourite course. <laughs> it's where he won the US Open. It's where he won his first tournament as a pro. It's where him and his wife want to settle down later on. They got engaged <laughs> at Tory Pines. I mean, it's like they got engaged at Tory Pines, and <clears throat> John Rahm is now entering this uh, phase, Diane, where we may will we see another third, another three peat on the PGA Tour? I haven't had one for a while. I think Dustin Johnson in seventeen, Rory McIlroy in two thousand and fourteen, then of course Tiger Woods in two thousand and two thousand and one, where he went three wins, four wins, seven wins, or what, whatever he was doing, but. Is there anything more teed up 
you know, Diane, I'm very keen on finding players that are in form, but, you know, John Rahm going back to Tory this week? Are you kidding? Yeah, it's like perfect timing. Um, so pressure on him. I mean, he's by far the favourite on the Osborne at like four to one this week. And I have a feeling we're going to be talking about him again soon. But, you know, my husband and I were watching the golf all weekend and we said, watching John Rahm now... It feels like we're at the stage where anytime he tees it up, he's going to win. I mean, it's like we're not a million miles away from that. And we have these big events coming up, as you say, this week being his favourite. Then we have two elevated events coming up with these bigger purses in the waste management, the WM Phoenix Open, and then the Genesis at Riviera. So there's there's going to be a lot of chances to watch him play and potentially see him totally dominate. Yeah, and last week, you know, wasn't, you know, the superpower top, you know, it wasn't the greatest field. And yeah. this week is strong at Farmers. It's not the strongest again either. And is, I, forget John Ron for a second, there is a lot of people that have been taken away from this equation, right? Whether it's Cam Smith or Dustin Johnson or Bryson DeChambeau. Okay, I get it. Live, PGA Tour. The big showdowns are going to come up uh, from time to time again this year at the Masters and the U.S. Open where all everyone's back together again. But that doesn't matter. John Rahms can't be beaten by anyone right now because he is just a steamroller um, going into the – we are entering sort of Tiger Woods country here, Diane. It would be – if I was handicapped having this in Vegas, it is John Rahm versus the field this week in Farmers Insurance. It's funny how you just mentioned Bryson and I was like, in my head, I just thought, oh my gosh, haven't heard (laughs) anything about him in such a long time. Um, And just going back to live, there were some rumours circulating this morning that there could potentially be some other big names that are maybe going to go and join. Nothing's been announced yet, but um, Liv have the TV deal with the CW that was announced last week, and we know that their season's going to be underway, um, and it's just going to get you know bigger and better by all accounts. But yeah, they're all going to be together for the Masters, which is going to be the next chance that we see all these guys play together. You know, even on the DP World Tour, um, last week they were in Dubai, and you had the live guys teeing it up over there so it's um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how that one plays out with the the european-based court case yeah and it's interesting now that live has a has a contract as you said with uh, cw the c represents partly owned by cbs sports so will that will that tap down uh part of the sort of uh just constant flow of negativity back and forth between you know tour live TV contracts because they're all they're all in they're all in it together now, so to speak, Diane. Um, no, it's 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 uh, it's time to move on. You know, if if the live guys are going to go do their thing, do it. It's time for us and to focus on the tour. We're focused on Tory Pines. We're focused who's there, and we're going to handicap it for you right now. Right. Well, let's um, start by talking about Tory Pines because. 
again, like last week, you know, last week we saw three courses, two courses this week at Tory North Course and the South Course. So yeah, we should say right away, the tournament starts on Wednesday. So we're Wednesday till Saturday because Sunday, obviously, we have uh, the NFL playoffs. It's going to be a huge day of football. But Wednesday, Thursday, the guys will play the North Course and the South Course. And then over the weekend, it'll just be all on the South Course. The South Course is the long one, the beast, the US Open course that we'll talk about in a minute. But the North course seems to be the real, you know, opportunity that the guys have to seize and they have to post a low score. Well, it used to be in my day, Diane, I could go down the Torrey Pines and enjoy my walk around the South course and then go over to the North and, and shoot a 65 quite easily or a 66. Not so much anymore. South course, as you know, they, they fixed it for the US Open. It's like 7,700 yards or something like that foggy, you know, damp air, ball goes nowhere out there, the turf's always wet, but they also um, lengthened the north course. It is not a pushover either anymore. So the guys are coming off a 10 under cut last week at Palm Springs. If you're thinking about joining the tour, go ahead and start keep practicing because 10 under is a very unexciting number to try to make the cut through <laughs> three rounds in Palm Springs, Diane. But uh, this is a very big golf course. Their, their guys win, I think Tiger Woods won seven of these Tory Pines events and one US Open because we, of course, we know how Tiger plays this course. He would hit the ball the furthest and he'd be over in the trees and everyone would be scrambled over there and he'd hit these miraculous shots out and then he'd hole a 30-footer and it was just the most incredible scene watching that guy just tear this place apart with that red shirt on Sundays, Diane. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of leaning towards another big uh, finish this weekend and quite possibly could be all about the guy we just spoke of. Okay. Now, well, before we go into Ram, um, and we have a, a few notable names that we want to talk about when it comes to this tournament and in particular the South Course, but Luke List won last year. And we don't often see surprises at the Farmers Insurance Open because as we talked about, you know, the South Course is a, is a difficult course. It's a real test. But Luke List was 80 to one at the start of the week and he was in that playoff with Will Zalatoris. But looking at how Luke List got it done, his stats are amazing. He was fourth in putting, fifth tee to green, eighth in approach, 17th in driving distance. Um, you know, distance, as you said, the guys can really, they have the freedom to really blast it and spray it around a little bit more. Um, I, I read that the rough is going to be up this year. Um, but yeah, Luke List, I mean, the way that he got it done shows me that putting is always going to be prime around here and guys that are lengthy off the tee are going to be at an advantage. Yeah, when you think about Tory Pines, if I was getting ready for Tory Pines this week, it, the long hitters have a big advantage. There's plenty of room at Tory to sort of spray it around a little bit. We just spoke of what uh, how Tiger Woods played this golf course. Uh, you spoke of Luke List, very long hitter, Diane. You know, if you if you can fly the ball 300, 320 yards like some of these guys, then they only have, even if it's out of the rough, they have these shorter shots in. But you have to understand when you think about Tory, Poana Greens, it's a public golf course. I'm sure it's in good condition, but the greens are slanted, facing the player as they come in, don't want to get above the hole, want to stay below it. 
lots of slopey putts if you get on the three side and the nine side of the clock. It's Poana greens are a whole nother subject on their own. I, I have a tendency to think about Californian players when I um, when we're out west, whether it's Pebble Beach, LA, you know, thinking about um, uh, Max Honma when he won up there in, in Napa the last two years, you know, just Riviera. bumpy greens and be able to pitch the ball and keep it below. All of that comes into play when you're out on the West Coast, Diane. Mm-hmm. And for me and my picks this week, I'm really looking at experience around Tory Pines because we see that time and time again that the guys that play well here, you know, consistently play well here. Um, you know, Jason Day comes into the equation. We're going to talk about him. You know, I don't want to give away some other names that are going to be my picks this week, but um, experience around Tory Pines really does count for a lot. Yeah, and when we, when we put everything together, of course, we talk about, you know, you know, the statistics it takes to play well on this course. We talk about, well, we internally talk about what kind of a role or not a role this player is. What is their current form? And then we talk about how they played this course mm-hmm. and where are they from and have they got any history on this course? And we put all that together. So it's about 30-30-30. That's our rule internally here, and that's about how it plays out for us. Um I do think this will the weather, as you know, your granny lives out there, and she's given us the the official update there that it's going to be pretty chilly this week for San Diego. Can you expand on that on that uh, temperature there? Yeah, I, I had a look. I think the high of the week once play begins is going to be sixty seven. So it's going to be chilly. Winds are going to be it said the highest was going to be about fifteen miles per hour, um, but yeah, it's going to be cold and. I've been I go to this tournament a lot as you say like my my dad's from San Diego my family live out there so we would always make it a bit of a a weekend my brother's not playing this year um, because he's like well I have to miss one of the events if not I'm playing non-stop in California into Florida and he's like the course is so long that this is not one that is going to be well suited to my game but I've been out there when it has been gorgeous weather relatively calm sunny skies hot temperatures and I've been out there when that mist comes in and it is like icy icy cold you could be standing at the clubhouse and you're in you know short sleeves and it's sunny and hot you head out on the south course and once that mist rolls in you are freezing and it you mentioned it there's so much moisture in the air there too so yeah it's gonna be cold this week definitely yeah, ball goes nowhere. I'm looking for players that do have a bit more length. My players this week all have length off the tee. I'm looking at players that have a little bit of experience at this course, but I'm looking for some youth and I'm looking for some experience on this course. Well, I've, I'm both. I'm doing the same. I have youth and I have experience on this course. Right, let's get into it then. We have three picks each. We're doing our outright favourites, ones to watch, and then dark horse picks. Um, it, it was really interesting looking at the odds board this week because there's some big names that are at very high odds. I mean, one name I'll throw out right away because I know you're going to talk about John Ram in a second, but Davis Thompson, who was right on his heels all weekend in the American Express, He's 110 to 1 and he played great. I was really impressed by him on the Sunday. He just he kept up with Ram. It wasn't too big an occasion or too much pressure and he, he finished one shot back. So um, you can really have a look through. I've got one guy in particular I'm going to talk about who's uh, I was surprised with him. But 
let's get right into it. We're going to start with you because uh, I think we know where you're going with this and your outright favourite for this week. Well, I'm looking at the sheet, Diane, and I usually I don't like to pick, you know, someone like that, like Ram, who's just at the top of the board. I like to find a bit of a sleeper, Diane, but can you believe as I look across the top five statistics that we're using for this tournament this week, Diane? Ram's best stat is first in, I think, three of them. Okay. But his, his worst stat is sixth on the whole PGA Tour, and that's in scrambling. Now, when you consider that his greens and regulation, he's first, so he hardly misses any greens, but he's also in the top five, or in sixth in this case, in getting up and down. So he's on a fast track to become the number one player in the world. I don't even know. I think he's third right now. I don't, I don't understand how he's not. But I do think there's some rare opportunities on the tour where guys do win three in a row. I spoke of Dustin Johnson in 17, Rory McIlroy, of course. Um, Tiger Woods has done it you know, a number of times. He's even won four in a row, and I think he won seven one year. Vijay Singh I saw win seven one year. Um, Ram knows all this, of course. He's a very uh, – he understands all the history of golf. He wins now on all sorts of different courses. Yeah. Vers- very versatile. He went over to Spain. He won on a hilly, tight little course. I watched it. Now he's won at Palm Springs. That's crazy to me because that just does not seem to suit uh, him because he's got to lay up. He's got to hit irons off the tee and all these different things. However, this is his favorite course, as you as we noted. I just don't think anyone can beat John Rahm right now. I got Tony Finnauers right on his heels. Will Zalatoris. But they are a million miles away from him, Diane, statistically. And imagine the confidence that John Rahm is packing in that 220-pound frame he's got bobbling down the fairway in that. Now, I notice he wears a sort of a, um, not a red shirt, but it's sort of a, what, what are we calling that color? I was going to say salmon, but it's a little bit more pink than salmon, isn't it? It's like, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of an orangey pink that he likes to wear on a Sunday now. So... I think we're going to see a three-peat on the tour. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And, of course, could or anything. I'm, I'm about lining things up. There's never been a better combination of things this week. He's the longest player on the field, hits it the best. He's got the most confidence. I don't, tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, he's like four to one. He's like favourite by a mile. Um, this was his first win on tour in 2017. He was 55 to one. Can you imagine? Um, you know, as you say, he won the US Open here, but he's finished no lower than seventh here since 2019. Was runner up in 2020, third last year. So he is without doubt the man to beat. Um, I'm glad that you're taking him because I feel like one of us had to. <laughs> So my outright favourite, again, I mean, this might come as a surprise. It might come as no surprise at all because I'm going with the same guy that I picked last week. Um, But how can I not pick Taylor Montgomery? I've been so big on him for such a long time. He's 28 to 1. Um, He finished solo fifth last week. He was in the mix. And it was his fourth top 10 of the season. You know, we've been talking about his top 10 finishes, his top 15 finishes. I think there's another three or four out with these top 10s. He's a big hitter, so that's going to be a big advantage. He's third in putting average on the tour this season. Like, there's no reason why I would not pick Taylor Montgomery this week. So at 28 to 1, he is my favourite. You said we. No, you have been 
on Taylor Montgomery for quite a bit. You have ridden that all the way. You just haven't quite stamped the ticket, and I don't blame you one little bit for staying with him. Yeah. Uh, his confidence is great. It's mm-hmm. high. I mean, he's he's feeling great. So that's a, it's a solid pick. And he's from Vegas. He's a Vegas guy. So I know it's not a California guy, but close, you know. So I love Taylor Montgomery this week. How could I not? Right, so we're moving on to our ones to watch, which are guys with slightly higher odds. And, well, my pick is 66 to 1 this week. Do you want me to go first or do you want to kick yep. it off? No, you go. Okay. Well, when you look at, you know, tour veterans who love playing Tory Pines, this guy's always, always, always in the conversation. Justin Rose. So he played last week and um, he finished all right. I think he had Saturday he had his high round, um, but he bounced back on Sunday and went low. I think he had like a 66 on Sunday. But he finished well. And I think that him playing last week was really just the warm up to get ready for this week. All eyes on the Farmers Insurance Open because he loves this course. Won here in 2019. He has three additional top eight finishes in his last five appearances. And um, I mean, again, he's one of these guys that when you talk about this tournament, he's always in the conversation, um, as I said. So Justin Rose at 66 to one. He's who I'm That's good. Yeah. I've got one slightly lower, 55 to one. Okay. But this young man, I'm going with all youth in my in my pick on this one, <laughs> Diane. This young man is is going to win on the PGA Tour very soon. Picked up a little victory in the Shark Shootout recently, but talking about Sahith Gala, who went to school at Pepperdine, knows this part of the coastline very well. Absolutely shellacks the ball off the tee, <laughs> Diane. And his best great stat- word, great word. <laughs> his best stat is putting. Mm-hmm. at 33rd rank, and his worst stat is driving. And the only reason I think it's the wor- his worst stat is because he has a little bit of this on either side, but isn't that the way that Tiger Woods plays this course? He always has, uh, you know, he's Indian descent. He always has a big following, and I think they're all going to be out for Sahith this week following him around Torrey Pines. Um, you know, I'm like you with Taylor Montgomery. I've been on Sahith on and off all season. This is a really good opportunity for him. It's a big golf course. He has power to burn and he putts good. You've been on Sahith for a year. I remember it was round about the waste management where he finished. Did he finish runner up in Phoenix last year? Um, but yeah, you yeah. were on him right before that. So it's um, it's been a, a solid year for him. And he's like... Taylor Montgomery, like a Cameron Young, that you know that that win is coming so soon. And because we back them so much, you just don't want to miss it. I did a, um, you probably remember this, I did a um, commentary for a college golf event out in Palm Springs. And I was on, you know, simulcast. I was doing it from Austin, Texas. And I watched Sagith Thagala won that tournament. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for this guy to get on tour. I'm (laughs) I'm going to be picking this guy. And you have done. So, and, you know, California guy will thrive under these conditions. I bet you, you know, this is going to be one that he's been looking forward to for a long time. So, Sahith Gala going to have huge support this week in San Diego, as he always does. Um, what did you say he was, 55 to 1? I think 55 I got him at on my board here. I like it. All right, and then we move on to our dark horse picks. Are, have, you, have you got another exceptionally high pick this week? No, I don't have a, um, 
a, a 600 to one. I only have 60 to one, and I thought I had 100, but I don't. But I'm still going to I'm going to forge on here. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so your guy's but, not uh, even 100 uh, to one. Go, going back to Sahith, he's only played in the tournament once at the mm. tour, and he finished 25th. So I think he's going to improve on that just from experience alone. Okay. Um, I'm going to. While you tell me your hundredth to one, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little poke around because okay. I've got a few other marks on here, okay. and I'll find me a hundred to one here. Right, well, my guy's hundred and thirty to one. I think you're gonna want to listen to this guy though because he's a good friend of yours and he's somebody whose game you know very very well. Forty six years old, so I'm going with another tour veteran who loves this tournament and loves this course Ryan Palmer at 130 to 1 uh, since 2018 he's never missed a cut here worst finish has been 21st and he's finished runner-up twice once I remember was in a playoff with Jason Day and Alex Norrin was it 2018 and uh, and Jason Day went on to win that but Ryan Palmer I don't mean this for his age but he is a big hitter and Distance is always, he's always, you know, statistically much higher in distance than accuracy. So that's going to be perfect for him this week. And he's a great putter. Right now he's sitting at 33rd in putting average on the PGA Tour season so far. Um, I, again, I said I've been to this tournament loads. I remember being there watching him play the North Course and he went like crazy low. Did he shoot a 61, I think? But um, Ryan Palmer is good. another one who's going to be looking forward to this event. And I'm sure he's had it marked on his calendar for a long time. So at 130. 30 to 1, jump on Ryan Palmer this week. Okay, 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 I get it. I went and flipped my page, Diane. I've got all my marks over here, and I've, oh, I you. found my 300 to 1 pick. Oh, okay. But before I do my 300 to 1 pick, I'm looking at Taylor Pendrith, who played in the President's Cup. Canadian. It's going to be Canadian weather this week at San Diego. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth in driving. He's only played here once before. And he finished twelfth in the tournament, so he's he's on the on the way to success. Okay. Uh, best stats driving the ball hits a, a mile. Uh, worst stat is putting, so that's a little concerning. However, he's at he's at fifty. He's at sixty to one. Now, on the other side of the page, I am looking at um, this is a hit and miss pick right here, which all long shots are hit and miss. But I do have a few stats to back it up. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> uh, Sam Ryder, who's played in this event five times, made the cut twice. So he's about a 40% chance to make to do well in this event on from experience. Mm -hmm. Sam Ryder's 300 to 1. His best stat, Diane, out of all this red on this page, there's one little green box, and it sits with Samuel Ryder, and he's in the top 15 in putting on the tour. Okay. And I'm thinking that if he could do that putt good, I look at his last five events over here. Miss cut, miss cut, miss cut. Oh, top eight, okay. miss cut. So it's it's a hit and miss situation. But isn't that three hundred to one? The whole name of the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I have one more name that I'm just going to throw out there quickly because this is another guy that I've picked a lot. And he's just a, he's a big hitter, great putter. So I'm like that combination, uh, Callum Tarrin, the Englishman, he's 150 to one this week. He's 30th in driving distance and 35th in putting right now. Um, and 
he hasn't played this calendar year, but his last finish or his last start was the RSM Classic and he finished second. So maybe if he can, you know, maybe took the little break and went and just tweaked that game even further and will continue that great form. Um, so I like Callan Tarrant at 150 to one as well. Have to mention him. Um, yeah, yeah. If we're going to go with mega long shots, I'm just throwing this guy's name into the mix. I'm not picking him. But JB Holmes is back this week. Now, we haven't seen him play since the Fortinet Championship in September 2021. <laughs> so it's been a long time. He had, was it a back injury he had? Um, I remember there was a rollerblading accident. I'm sure that was JB Holmes. And so I think he's had a lot of injuries anyway. So he's taking a long break. But. He has played... He plays really well here. Yeah, um, and he's finished within the top six three times at this tournament before. So you talk about J.B. Holmes and I'm going to find his odds very quickly because... Oh, he's well, 600 to 1. 600 to 1. He's had a few health issues, but uh, yeah. J.B., you know, from Kentucky, I think, uh, played... He, I think he played on the high school team when he was like 10 years old. They put him on the high school team. Hits the power fade, but he shows up occasionally. This is a course that he spoke of uh, Jason Day. J.B. Holmes plays well on this course. San Diego is a tough place to score on. I've always thought it's so long. There's so many long par fours that uh, you just get worn out on this course. Now, the par fives aren't so short either. Um, it's just one of these difficult places to play. Ram says it's his favorite tournament. We've talked about that already. Hard for me to believe it would be his favorite tournament. I think he just likes the area. But the course is just a so long, Diane. Um, very, very difficult course. Somebody else that we haven't mentioned that we should talk about quickly is Xander Shoffley because it's his home event. You know, San Diego guys, 12 to 1 this week, coming off third place finish at the American Express. And we didn't touch him last week because he had withdrawn from the Tournament of Champions just a few weeks ago with a back injury. And and you always say, you know, when a guy has been injured like that, you just can't really pick them. But he showed that he is back, pardon the pun, and finished third. Um, Xander doesn't have a great overall track record in this tournament. Um with it no, being probably the one he wants to win the most. Yeah, he's played in the tournament, I think, five times. Uh, he's been cut four times. He's played six times. He's been cut four, and he finished second once. Mm -hmm. So he only has a 40% chance, you know, on that. But it's tough to play at home. I, I, never, I never liked it, so I get it. Um, I never could do well. I, was, I felt more pressure at home than I did anywhere. Um, when you look at... Ram's closest competitors this week. You've got to have Shoffley in the conversation. Um, yeah. Tony Finau, Max Zalatoris. Yeah, Will Zalatoris. All, all long hitters. Max Homma, Morikawa. Interesting to see how, if Morikawa can come back after his uh, sort of, ah, what are we going to call it? He, You know, there's two ways to look at Morikawa's finish there at uh, Kapalua where he where he hit a couple of poor shots, could have done a different strategy. He could have saved himself one or two strokes by just laying up on a couple of those holes, but he didn't do it, and it cost him. be interesting to see how he bounces back this week. Okay, okay, right. Well, Farmers Insurance over at Tory Pines. I love, I love this place. Um, so it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to see what John Ram's going to do this week. And then next week, we go to somewhere completely different. 
you know, another week where we have three courses on rotation for the first three days. And, you know, we're on to one of the shortest courses that we see on the PGA Tour with the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So we're going to see a very different looking field next week, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's a different skill skill set next week. You're, you're talking about going from almost 7,900 yards back to 6,900 yards next week at Pebble Beach. The smallest set of greens on the whole PGA Tour. We'll be looking for a different skill set there next week. Um, they've had some ferocious weather, as you know, out in California. It looks like it's going to stay cold this week. I haven't seen the extended forecast for Pebble Beach, but can't ever go wrong when you go into Pebble Beach because yeah. it's always – good enough to sit around the lodge if you had to. You and I went there together before for the US Open and it was amazing. But this week all eyes on La Jolla in San Diego for the Farmers Insurance Open. Thank you for watching the show. Don't forget, check out the SG Tour golf gaming app and you can play in some of the games by picking your four ball team of guys and trying to win some cash. Go up against us and see how you get on and um, yep, we'll be back with another tour report next week. Podcast Network.